think it was a matter of game management. We have ourselves to blame because we concede two poor goals. We were so lackadaisical and that summed up our night. And we also missed two, three big chances at the other end. The hungry team won tonight and that's on the players. We didn't do enough to get over the line. I'll have to change the culture then. I defend the players to the hilt but I can't defend that tonight. I can only apologise to the supporters. The Goal Radio Football Show. With Paul Kinney, Barry Ferguson and Sai Ferry. Have your say. Call 0808 17 17 700. Let's go, 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 go. Strap yourselves in for the next two hours. Rangers draw against Benfica, 10-man Benfica in Lisbon. Celtic 4-1, not for Celtic, against them. Sparta Prague in Glasgow. Second worst defeat in Europe, Sai Ferry, in 30 years. Absolutely terrible, Paul. Um, one of the worst performances I've seen Celtic Park on a European night. Um, all over the place, uh, shape-wise. And then a lack of hunger and desire for the players to go and do the basics of the game, basically. Uh, and Celtic are so easy to play against. And you've seen that. It could have been more than four for me. Uh, and a very bad night at the office for, for Neil Lennon and Celtic. Beforehand, uh, Rangers was you know the bigger match. Benfica against Rangers. We'll talk about it in a second. But Celtic, all the headlines for such a bad result for them. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't believe it. I came in last night. Um, I obviously seen the result after my own training last night. Watched the game when I came in, and I- I've got to agree with everything Sai says there. Um, it just, I just couldn't believe my uh, my eyes what I was watching. Um, just weren't at the races at all, and just no nothing about them, which I couldn't believe. We, we spoke about it last week. They had a good performance against Lille again on Sunday against Aberdeen, and then they just didn't turn up last night. Worrying times for Neil Lennon. For Rangers, uh, the unbeaten run continues, Sai. And if we'd said three three this time last night, you'd have taken it. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, w- I went and watched the game back today. I wanted to see the difference between Celtic and Rangers, and Rangers were, were excellent. Rangers look like a right good team on and off the ball. On the ball in terms of how big they make the pitch uh, and off it, how compact they make it. Celtic are the opposite just now. On the ball, they're very compact, five yards for each other. Uh, and off it, they're, they're, they're open wide. You can play through them so easily. So Rangers look like a well-drilled team, full of confidence and um, yeah, to- total difference between the two teams just now. Barry, how disappointed would Stephen Gerrard be in that 91st minute to lose the goal? Yeah, he, he wouldn't be happy. Um, the first 15 minutes they were really sloppy. Um, once Benfica get the man sent off, they, they controlled the game until the final 15 minutes. Um, and it's very unlike Rangers this season. Um, three defensive mistakes, which I'll disappoint them. But look, you look at the bigger picture, um, going away, um, playing against Benfica, albeit they're down to 10 men. It's a decent enough point, but when Rangers are 3-1 up they've got to be looking at closing that game out let's hear from Steven Gerrard we were in a fantastic position that goals were outside we were absolutely outstanding from going a goal down when the red card happened the football we played was probably some of the best football we've played since I've been here um, you know we some of our interchange and our play the goals we created and scored were, were fantastic but to get ourselves in our position we need to learn from the mistakes we made uh, as a group and we will do we reflected on that game last night it's done and dusted we'll debrief that game when Benfica come round again uh, we have to switch our attention to Hamilton uh, for the weekend now so 3-3 Rangers against 10-man Benfica they had the chance could have been 4-1 and uh, that might have been the points wrapped up Barry yep Ryan Kent hit the post I think if that went that went in um, it would have been game over and an unbelievable three points but listen I've got to agree with the manager there Rangers um, especially this season when you're in control away from home 3-1 the, the, the game's won um, so he'll be really disappointed but as you said they can't um, 
they can't worry about it too much. They've got an important game against Hamilton Ackies. Um, they came to Ibrooks last year and, and got a decent result, so their focus has now got to go on to that game and make sure they get away with three points. Celtic losing 4-1 at home, lazy, lackadaisical, and that was just the comments from the manager, Neil Lennon. Well, I'll have to change the culture then. I'll have to have a sea change over the next couple of days, you know, get back on point, because we go from playing really well in the semi-final to, you know, an insipid performance tonight and... Um, Look, I, I defend the players to the hilt, but I can't defend that tonight. Sai looked as though the crisis was over, and you like to look at the team that he fielded. Listen, there's no criticism for Neil Lennon in, in terms of team selection. Everyone would have played that, that exact same team after their performance against Aberdeen. What you wouldn't expect is guys walking about, Paul. Playing for Celtic on thousands of pounds a week to walk about. I watched Rangers, and their reaction to losing the ball is unbelievable. Every player, when they lose the ball, they work as hard as they can to, one, either win the ball back, or if they can't do that, get back into shape quickly. Never seen so many players for Celtic last night lose the ball, fling their arms up in the air, and walk back into position. That can't happen. That doesn't come for the manager. Now, the manager side of things, I spoke on here about six weeks ago about the gaps between Celtic's midfield defence and the gaps between the back four, and that's still happening. That's where the criticism for Neil Lennon comes. The same mistakes are still happening that happened six weeks ago. That comes to work on the train. That's where Rangers have got better. They had these same problems last year. They've obviously went away last year, assessed, where do we need to get better? Defensive shape. Okay, let's work on it for hours on the training ground. Celtic need to do that because at the minute, they're so easy to play against. Everyone's five yards off their opponent, direct opponent. And at Celtic Park, you should be in people's faces. So on, on both sides, in terms of hard work and work rate for the players and then also on, on the shape side for the, for the management and his staff and he needs to improve massively mm. that, that must be a worry for Neil Lennon if he's saying that Sparta Prague were the hungrier team yeah. you, you're at Celtic Park you're that's playing all they in were Europe. Barry eh? hungry, hard working that, that's the, the bottom line I don't care how much ability you've got I don't care how good a, a squad you've got first and foremost you have got to outwork whoever you play against no matter if they're a top team middle of the road team or a, a poor team and that last night when I came in last night and I watched it back there was no hunger no desire no willingness to go and run that extra yard or two and Neil Lennon must have been sitting on that bench I, I don't know what he'd be thinking um, and you hear his comments after it they're lazy it, I don't know The second goal right Ryan Christie's got the ball Five yards for Sparta Prague's goal uh, Box sorry Shane yep. Duffy and near beat on Are about 50 yards back the pitch They win the ball back Within one pass It's into their centre forwards He gets he gets time to turn And run it near beat on that, that shouldn't be happening These guys play international football When that ball's five yards For the other team's box They should be up Near the halfway line Tight with the striker So that when that ball breaks out They're on him straight away the first goal is the same in midfield. The ball gets popped in at Sparta Prague's midfield. Celtic's midfield are five yards off him. He turns, he plays the ball wide, they get a cross in and it comes to the corner. And then the corner. And it's exactly where Celtic are going wrong just now. He's went for zonal marking to man-for-man -man marking, which is good. As a manager, you should. You've conceded too many goals for zonal marking. You've made that decision to change to man-for-man. -man. Near beat-on man gets two yards off him. Callum McGregor doesn't attack the ball. So it's both. It's management and players just now who... Players are miles off it in terms of shutting people do you, down and doing the basics. Do you know what it is? It's the basics yeah. of the game yeah. that Celtic are struggling with. I mean, you hear Neil Lennon, they go and they do work, obviously, in the training ground at Lennox Town. They go out in that pitch. He can't hold their hand and get through things. They've got to take responsibility on the pitch. And to me, it looks 
if no player in that team is taking the responsibility. Do you know the only one that does it that actually give, uh, tries to win the ball back when they when they give it away? Laxell. Laxell. Yep. There you go, Paul. You can see it. Yep. I can see it. Yep. He's the only one. He's been in the door two weeks. He yep. gives the ball away. Bang. He gets it back. You've got guys there who've been there for years, know what it means, been part of this run of nine in a row. And and it seems to me like they're just giving it up on a whim. If you were going to lose this on giving it your best best go, working as hard as you can, then you can accept that. But to see guys who have been there and done it, walking about and flinging their arms up in the air, that's not acceptable. I, I think come Sunday, you're going to see a right few changes. Neil Lennon's okay. going to go with guys who he believes that are behind him and he trusts. Right, we're going to come to that. There's loads of calls coming in. We're going to take the first one in 10 seconds. Let's hear what Neil Lennon said about the defence. Well, it's down to me to get that defence right then. So, But you can set them up, set players. Sometimes it's down to the individual. You know how much you want to go and attack the ball. And we didn't attack the ball. You know, it's just too easy. You know, and that's unacceptable. All right, Ryan's the first caller tonight. Ryan, good evening. Evening, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're all right, fine. Ryan. Barry, all right? Yeah. I'm good. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Draw for Rangers last night and Benfica, we will talk about that as well. Ryan, you're a Celtic fan. How are you feeling tonight? Um, do you know, guys, I've been on I've been on here twice recently, um, and I've I've given a whole in and out um oh. thing. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that route just now because I'm still kinda in that camp, but I feel like I've had a bit of a roller coaster since I was last on because mm-hmm. I think I was last on shouting for his head. We then had the the game against Leo, we had the game against uh, Aberdeen yep. as well, and I thought, I, I thought to myself, do you know, see if he's managed to turn this around. Yep. You know, if he's, if he somehow, I called for him to get a, a rocket up the players, to be honest with you, and yep. it seemed to me like he had done that. Mm-hmm. And last night, honestly, I was watching the game, and seeing the third going in for for Sparta Frag, I actually burst out laughing. I thought, why am I actually thought after it, why am I sitting here laughing at Celtic and Europe? Because it got to the point where it was completely comical trying to watch them. We can't defend a corner. We've got the Ireland captain at centre half that, that looks like he doesn't even know how to play football at this moment in time. He's he's a, a joke to be honest. He beat on as well. I was delighted to beat on at the weekend. I thought it's great to see him back in. He was a shelly himself last night as well. Um you know, I seen El you know, see coming off and he looked like he was he was looking back at manager, and I think at one point he kind of muttered to himself, going, "Why me?" Mm. When he was getting subbed off, because he was useless as well. Mm. You know, Edward, this guy's meant to be going for thirty million. Is all the talk that we've had for for years about, about Edward the past couple of years going to go for big money. He was absolutely useless last night as well. You know, I, I don't. I think a change is needed, and I, I've said it before. I think a, a change is needed at manager, but. Do you know, I, I'm not even going to be too harsh on Lennon now because I think the, the change is more needed to, to kind of galvanise these players because I think they've totally, totally gave up on this guy. They're not playing for him. They're not playing for us. You know, They're not giving what we know they can give. It's one good performance. It's one bad performance. And for me, we need drastic change because I, I felt myself last night going, are we going to get 10 in a row? No, absolutely not. The way that we are playing... And the way I sat and watched both games last night, Rangers looked miles... That looked like a few years ago when Brendan Rodgers was at Celtic and we were looking at the comparison of the two teams and going, we're miles ahead of them. Last night, that's totally changed now. That has shifted. And we're going to need some massive change at Celtic if we want to actually save this league because Rangers are going to take a lot of catching up to do. I hope they're listening, Si and Barry, to the Go Radio Football Show. They should play that to the players and the manager. I think that's a great call from Ryan Barry. Yeah, I've got to agree with Ryan. I mean, 
I've always maintained it should be a given. Yeah. If you're a footballer to work hard, mm. it's a given. So what? I, I don't think you need. To, I, I I don't think you should need to ask mm. footballers to do it. I get where Ryan's coming from. I've spoke to a few Celtic fans last night um, on the way back uh, on a group chat, and they're the same as what what Ryan's saying. Um, as a worry. Do you go and change a manager? Do you go and change the players? I, I don't think. I think it's too early to change Neil Lennon. I'll be honest with you. Um, I think, as I said, he will make changes on Sunday. He's got to bring players in that he knows that he can one hundred percent rely on. That are going to go out in that pitch at Fir Park and give him everything they've got. No about quality. Work hard first and foremost. Because they didn't get that last night. They didn't give that, did they? I, I totally agree. I play in League One and. In- in Scotland on a Saturday Paul and I go out and give 100% every Saturday playing for Peterhead these guys are getting paid thousands of pounds it, it doesn't matter if there's a guy on the side for yeah. the pub standing on the side as your manager yeah. one thing you do is you go out there and you, you give it your all you can, you can you can forgive mistakes Barry will tell you as a manager and a coach you can forgive mistakes on the ball but in terms of a lack of work rate when, when you've got something massive to play for last night was a massive game for Celtic they win that game they get themselves right back in the group confidence is sky high again going to a tough game on Sunday against Motherwell yeah. now it's flipped the total opposite way purely through a lack of hard work Sparta Prague were hopeless in terms of on the ball what the word was made aggressive and, and worked harder than Celtic and hungrier and hungrier now I agree the manager in the shape needs to get better it does but the players need to take a massive look at themselves I mean Edward 30, I agree a 30 million pound player walking about yeah. you see guys like Firmino these top players that he wants to be they work twice as hard as Edward works you know, El Yunusi's shaking his head at coming off. I agree. Why? Why you? Sh- and that's the problem in there. These guys must think they're doing well. They're not. Their performance needs to be... And it doesn't matter who's standing on the side. If you don't want to run about, then you're not going to win football matches. Do, do it for yourself. Forget exactly. about the managers and, and whatever. You've got to do it for yourself. You've got to have a bit of self-pride. That, that's the big thing. And see if I see somebody not working on the football part, they, they, they won't play for me. Yeah. Now, I've interviewed boys in the passport, right, who've played with Neil Lennon in his first spell here. And every one of them say to me, best man manager they've played with. Really? As an emotivator. Uh-huh. And now Lenny will tell you he's not a coach. And now that would, what I, but what I don't know is, is the way that he motivates players five years ago, does that still work now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the big question. And you don't know because you don't know what goes on in there. Because they're all saying football's different. Exactly. Harry Maguire the other day, they said, no, you can't do that anymore. You can't shout at people. You're not allowed to criticise people. Well, you even hear Stephen Craig, and I've heard him on here, he's good. But I heard him last night after the first half saying, the last thing that their players need is a rocket half. That's exactly what they need from me. A rocket at half time. Ryan, would you have given them a rocket at half time? Sounds as though you would have. Yeah. I would have given them a rocket three weeks ago, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I and maybe think... he did. No. You know, when they no, played I against had... Lille and then they played Aberdeen at the weekend. I'd see, to be fair yeah. to Neil Lennon, he has backed the players yeah. over the last two or three weeks mm-hmm. when things have not yeah. been great for Celtic. And then last night, he came out with a, f- a few words in terms of that Sparta Prague were hungrier, mm-hmm. his team were lazy. Now he's given them. Notice this isn't acceptable. Now you need to get a reaction. Now I know if I was listening to my manager speak to about me like that, I know what I'd be doing. I'd be going into that training ground and making sure I was going to show him how much I wanted to play, how much I wanted to be there. And that's what he needs to get on Sunday. He needs to get a reaction for these guys. Is he going to get it? Who knows? We we need to find out at 12 o'clock at Fir Park. Fergie, can I ask you something? They've Mm -hmm. not played for five weeks. (laughs) How could they look fitter than Celtic? Mm -hmm. Is that that a fitness issue or is it just no wanting to run about? Because as I say, the only thing that Sparta Prague had bit was that they worked harder. Mm -hmm. 
And I just kind of get my head around that. And they won't be on the wages of Celtic. Exactly. Which baffles you. Ryan? I, you're talking about the, the Sparta-Fag team last night. Obviously, I don't I don't watch Sparta-Fag every week. I don't know what their starting lineup is, but I did hear that apparently they had a few boys out with COVID. COVID. They a did. Few, a yeah. few of the guys in the team hadn't, you know, they hadn't kicked a ball all season. Some of them hadn't even played for the first team yet. Um, the, the boy that scored against us, I, I don't know if this is true. I've seen somebody saying he's a part-time plumber, right? I don't know if that's true or not. But it, it, it's... You know, yeah. it, it, see if it, see if it is true. You know, it, we've had that before. But see, even if it's not true, you know, we we got this draw and Sparta Prague came out and we went, oh, at least it's no Slavia Prague. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they they embarrassed us last night. They completely embarrassed yeah. us, and they're they're nowhere near the kind of level of team that we should be getting beat off at. And, and like you said, all said, it's just uh, I know Lenin came out and said about the, the the culture change has been needed. I don't know how he's going to get that in a couple of weeks to be honest with you, because it, it really needs to. And he, I, I, I've been, like I said to you before, boys. I've been calling for him to go, and I'm, for once, I'm actually not putting that blame on him. Last night, completely, I, I think there's things that he had to do better. I think he, he did change the game. We've seen Griffiths coming on. He was the only guy for me that looks like he gives a, a crap in this Celtic team these days. Um, he's the only guy that, that looks interested and in try to do something for us when he came on. And this is the guy that got hung out to dry in the summer. This is the big but thing for me as well. Sorry, just on your point because you're spot yeah. on. These guys are serial winners. It didn't even look like they were angry last night. No. You know, you, you think of Shane Duffy who's the Irish captain, Scott Brown who's been the Scotland captain. I thought they'd be going off their nut at players. There just seemed to be an acceptance of we're going to get beat here. Mm-hmm. And I agree totally. Lee Griffiths comes on. I watch him coming on the pitch and the first thing is he's shouting at everyone. Let's yeah. get going. Come on. And the way that he worked, that's what Celtic, they're the type that Celtic need in the team. I know Big Sutton slaughtered them after the game, but for, when I, if it wasn't for Lee Griffiths, Celtic could be even further behind in the title race. I, th- I think in, in terms of Sutton, I think that was out of order, if yeah. I'm being honest with you. I think that was too personal. Yep. I don't think he's as fit as he should be, but I don't think there's any need to go and say that yep. about a, a, a professional footballer. I mean, he let the club down and himself down earlier in the season, you know, in the summer. But uh, Ryan, your final thoughts? Just on on that that comment there, I actually want to defend Lee Griffiths as well. I thought that was that was out of order for Sutton last night. I'm I'm a big fan of Sutton when he when he does punditry most of the time. But I thought last night was a uncalled for attack on somebody who was the only guy in our team that looked remotely interested when they came on. You know, co- sure. the comments about his okay. weight and stuff like that. Yeah. Listen, I'm not I'm not exactly in shape myself. Lee Griffiths does not look overweight to me. He looks like a guy who's hungry. Maybe he has got fitness issues behind the scenes. We don't know, but. He's the only guy okay. trying for me. Ryan, we're going to a break. What's your prediction? Scoreline for Sunday at Motherwell. Oh, can I be honest with you? Yep. I've, I've lost. I, I You've lost it. anymore. Right. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, listen, thanks for calling 0808 17 17 700. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. On tonight, Aberdeen against Hibs. Good match. We'll get the preview and the predictions of Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry shortly. Rob McLean is there for us tonight. Ross County are playing Livy. And good, Barry, to see. And it's only 300, but there will be fans in there this evening. Yeah, listen, it's a, it's a start. That, that's the main thing. At least um, be delighted if there's a bit more, but getting 300 fans through the door, at least we're starting to see fans coming through. Because as I keep mentioning, yep. football without fans is, is nothing. So... 
Hopefully in the coming weeks We can see more fans Coming through the gates yep. County So you're, you're yeah. hoping for a better game In Livingston aren't you? Let's be honest. If, you're the, the, if you're the 300 fans in there You're hoping for a better game But <laughs> oh, We're on our way Yep St Johnson against Kilmarnock And St Mirren football's back for them They haven't played since October the 4th And they play Dundee United Yeah it's hard to call As you say Sparta Prague never played for 5 weeks And look at their performance last night So Who knows what we'll get for St Mirren What kind of team they'll be able to put out um, Dundee United have been struggling to create chances St Mirren are the same So again it looks like it could be a, a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> and on Sunday, Motherwell against Celtic, the Sky game at 12, and uh, it'll be hotting up for that, and Rangers against Hamilton at 3. But still, looking at last night, Rangers drawing 3-3 in Benfica, and I think everyone would have taken that this time last night before the match, but they were up against 10 men, and they played so well for so long. But 3-3 at the end, and 4-1 at Celtic. But not for Celtic, it was for Sparta Prague. Neil Lennon afterwards been asked about the squads. This time last season, you know, I don't know if it's complacency or, but there's a definite lack of hunger there tonight and that's really disappointing because, you know, these players have gone to the well many, many times. You know, that's that's not acceptable, it's not good enough. The fingers will point at the manager, which is fine, but they have set the team out with a strong team out tonight. Just lackadaisical, lazy, at, at really important points of the game and um, Sparta thoroughly deserved a win which you know is tough to say Next caller Anton a Celtic fan on the line Hi Anton good evening Hi how's it going? Yeah good thanks you? <laughs> been you, better. You've been better <laughs> What about that last night how did you feel we heard earlier on uh, Ryan said he actually burst out laughing it was just so ridiculous Honestly uh, after Sunday I thought you know something I think we'll go here and we'll win the game and I thought we'd win the game quite comfortably but then you go watch that. I've got a junior team that can defend better than that. That's how bad it was. Um, there didn't look like there was any hunger from the players to play for Neil Lennon. I think, me personally, I think there's problems. I think he's probably lost the dressing room a little bit, maybe with some of the the foreign players. But, oh, I said that Celtic, I thought Celtic would go on and win the league. But if I think if Lennon stays and we keep seeing the same performances, I think Rangers will win it at a canter, eh? Sight, Anton's pointing towards the manager. Yeah, and it's last night, that's more than justified, you know. As I say, my big thing with Celtic over the past six weeks is that the gaps in between the defence, Shane Duffy and his centre half, and Shane Duffy and his full back, and, and they're still happening, which makes me think, is it being worked on in the training ground? And if it is, are they, not, are they listening? Because the same mistakes, he drops so deep. I don't know if he's worried about his lack of pace or why he does it. You think of the third goal me and Barry were talking in the office. You're taught as a kid. Show him one way. Show him outside the pitch so that we can get guys back and we can get teammates back to help. He showed, he, he lets them come inside the pitch and, and that, the manager can't do anything about that. He's near Bitton's man. He loses his man for the corner. Is that a manager? Can a manager do anything about that? He's done what he's changed. He's changed the way he's set up for going zonal. That's his job as a manager. He's seen someone's not working. But you've then got a guy who's too easily being. What can what can you do about their the mistakes as I'm a manager? I, I, I know where you're coming from. And obviously, he's maybe got his hands tied a wee bit with obviously Julian and Ayer and stuff yeah. not being available. But even when we were attacking, Frimpong are the pace in the world. And he keeps cutting back on himself. Yeah. Go take the boy on. Every time he took the boy on, he, he had the beating on him easily. It was it, it just for me the performance itself was really bad. And like you say, Duffy, one point when the bar's coming over the top, he's looking one way. The bar's at the other side of him, and the boy's taking it and running through. I, I, I can defend better than that. I can't even run. And Barry, uh, 
the Duffy story is a strange yeah, well, one because he's a more than decent player in England. Yeah, listen, he, he's proved he was a decent player down down in England with, with, with Brighton, but you, you hear the manager saying he, he set them up and he's obviously worked on things which I would guess would be on the training ground. That's the only place you can work. And then you look at the set pieces, they, they, they just look all over the place. Mm. It's For me, if you've got a job to do and you're set against Martin someday, You've got to take responsibility And that's the biggest thing I don't see When Celtic are defending for set pieces Not enough people are taking responsibility but Even in terms of defensive shoot Again I watched the two games See when the ball is over at the right hand side Rangers the full team shuffle across See when it goes to Celtic's right hand side Ryan Christie runs it No one's near him And they just pop the ball in them The ball goes to Rangers left hand side The off shuff, shuff across to the left hand side Shane Duffy and, and Nier Beaton do not move from the two central d- defence positions. When the ball goes right, you need to shuffle across and stop the gaps. It's the same in the middle of the pitch. They stay in the middle of the pitch. As a team, you need to shuffle across the pitch together. And that's things that need to be worked on the training ground. Rangers weren't good at it last year. I used to watch them and they weren't good at it. And that's where management and coaching comes in. They've obviously went away, looked at videos and seen that they were poor at that. And, and you watch them now, they're so well drilled at, shif- at shuffling, shuffling across the pitch. And it's not just the midfield and the defenders, as Barry's mentioned on here before. It's the front three that do it as well. You look, I'd love to see the stats for you last night on Rangers front three running stats yeah. and Celtic's fr- front four. And I, I guarantee you, Rangers will be miles better. Barry? Yeah, uh, look, it, it does. I've, I've always maintained when you, you defend for the front, um, and I see a lack of that from Celtic as well. And you hear the manager say, the biggest thing that jumps out at me is the, the lack of hunger. Now, if you're playing with a big club, you're playing in a European competition, that's something that you've got to have. And for the manager to come out and, and state that his players have not got enough of that, there is, there is serious issues. Now, you'll need to go back and you'll need to think today that I, I would have hazard a guess it would be in the day. You'll be having a chat and he'll be thinking long and hard the next 24, 48 hours. He'll just be wanting a team that he can trust now. That so, he's going to put in the, the, the pitch that he knows that are going to go and give him that because the Celtic team that I seen last night... I, as I said, I was astonished. I, I yeah. couldn't believe what I was watching it. There's times. one more other that does it uh, for me. Christie does it. Yeah. You watch Christie running back for that fourth goal. He's sprinting uh, back. Yeah. I'd get Christie in the middle of the pitch. Mm-hmm. So where it's Rangers it, are really good just now. They've got legs in the middle of the yeah, pitch. But you see, yeah. what I, I'm looking. Where's where's the people on the pitch to manage things if somebody's no doing their job on a pitch? No, you need, Scott Brown, you need somebody yeah. to pull somebody up. Yeah. Somebody to say, listen, yeah. I need more for you. I don't see that happening. We I thought see Duffy was going to be that guy, didn't we? Yeah, but I see Rangers, there's three or four players mm. shuffling the team about and making sure they're, they're in position. But the Celtic team, I don't see that happening. I don't see leaders who are taking the game by the scruff of the yeah. neck. And I'm not talking about going and running a game of football and yeah. making sure I'm passing it well. I'm I'm talking about the dirty side of the game. Mm-hmm. Let's hear from Scott Brown, who faced the cameras and the microphones after the match. No, I think you look at the performance on Sunday. We're very good on Sunday. Uh, we're very sloppy today. Um, love to put my finger on it and tell you what it was, but uh, we need to make sure that we're better throughout the whole part. We, we work harder. We fight more. We're stronger on the ball. We create more chances and we defend better as a team. And whose fault? Is it the players? Is it the manager? Yeah, definitely. The pressure should be on the players, not the manager. The manager's been fantastic for us from when he first came in to, to now. And it, it's the players that go out in the park and we've got to take responsibility for that performance today. Anton, you hear uh, Scott Brown there saying it's it's up to the players. Aye, there's only so much you can say with that with the players though because to be looking at him last night, he looked like he was fed up. 
he looked like he wasn't really, you know, he's normally screaming at the players around him. Someone at Rangers are, that are better than Celtic right at this moment, they're more organised. They're better organised from front to back. And that, that's, that's scary. For me, that's scary yeah, because you kind of, it's like Celtic turned it on last season when they wanted to, and now there's something, there's, there's just something, isn't it, right? They just don't look like they're at it at all. The whole squad. Yeah. Barry, you need the, they need the succession plan quickly for Scott Brown because you know he's thirty-five. He can't go on the way he yeah, did, yeah. and he's not the Scott Brown he was a couple of years ago, is he? Listen, he's, he's getting on a bit. There, there's no doubt about it. But if you take, I still believe if you take a Scott Brown out of Celtic team, you're going to struggle because yeah. he is the only one guy that I could pinpoint and say he has a leader. Mm-hmm. Who mm-hmm. else is going to take the responsibility? And that's a look for me. That's him being a good captain there. He's taking responsibility. Now, it's up to his teammates as well to take that responsibility. Look, I know it falls on the manager. He's a leader. He's the guy who picks the team. He's the guy who does the tactics. He's the guy who sets them up in a certain way. But also the players have got to take responsibility. And I think sometimes the players get away with it too far, far too easy for me. So look at Scott Brown, who's 35. Played in a two at Hamden, which is a big pitch if you've played at Hamden. You go to Celtic Park on a Tuesday night, you need to play in a two again. It's tough. You know, you look at the difference in Steve Davis, who looks like a, a looks like he's flying just now. He's got runners around you, about him. Exactly, Barry. Mm-hmm. He's got Len Kamara and Ryan Jack, a Rebo next to him, who work so hard. I could have swore there, but I never. Who works so hard? Yeah. I mean, Scott Brown's got McGregor next to him, who yeah, I, I think is a grafter. But then you look in front. Does Roger work hard enough? No, no, for me he doesn't Last night, no. If you're going to play that position in Europe You yeah. need to work hard yeah. The top teams do it Every player in the top team works hard He's got to come up with a solution quickly Yeah, He's got to come up with a way Of, of making sure that he's got people Who's going to run about on that pitch Because mm-hmm. um, I'm looking at the Celtic team And I see a, a clear lack of energy mm-hmm. Legs and that's not like the Celtic team that I've watched the last of three or four years. And with Scott Brown, it's never about his attitude. He's 35, Si. So there's, there has to be some people round about him who are doing the job that he has done. Yeah, of course. And see, if I'm a young guy at 28 and an Olivier and a champ, I'm thinking, why is Scott Brown at 35 playing ahead of me every week? Someone's yeah. not right there. Exactly. What am I yeah. not doing right? What, what, what has he done? What's made him successful? He does the basics of the game well. He works hard. He's a team player. Because oh, he's and Cham's got more ability than Scott Brown, yeah. no yeah. doubt, but not the drive, but no the drive yeah. and the desire, right. and that's what he needs to get quickly. See the thing that Neil Lennon will be thinking, I would be thinking if I was a manager, is it hurting these players? Do you think is it, it is? Hu- is it hurting them did, enough? Did it look like it? If you're walking about, that would that no. would suggest to me no. I see how Yunus is getting stick for being on the phone. I mean, I, I don't know. You'd have to see the the, the no, whole you thing. Don't, you don't pull your bit, phone yeah. out of the stand. You no. can go inside and mm. and do that. I can see why Neil Lennon's <laughs> not no too happy with that. He's been. Taking off because he wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, again, okay. I'll, I'll go back to him. It's about consistency. Well, mm-hmm. you know, say he goes and turns up for two games. He needs to do it five, six, seven, eight games in a row. Phones are red hot tonight. Socials as well. Let's move on now. Uh, Jimmy is on the line from Cumbernauld, a Rangers fan. Jimmy, good evening. Good evening, gents. Thanks for having us on. Not That's at all. Thanks for calling. What yeah, a man, Jimmy. That was yeah. very polite. There, I like that. <laughs> I need to talk posh on the phone. Hello, James. You're okay. through. The police are listening ahead. Sounds uh, happy, Jimmy. Well, there's, there's a, I just a bit of praise for you guys. Something fresh on the, the radio show. Getting the majority of my pals into it now as well, oh, guys. Thank you. Thanks yeah, very it's, much. It's, it's, it's something yeah. fresh. Something fresh. Well, it's good. There's, there's room for us. Yeah, thank you. Definitely. No, just really, obviously, going into the game last night and then the result at the end, you'd take a point all day long. But it's obviously a bit gutted. I think Hellander's going to get a wee bit of criticism, but again, it's probably the first game he's made the type of mistakes for us. 
would have started with him? Probably not. I'd probably st- started with the Balligan boy. Mm. Obviously, this first the pace of the runners that they had last night. Mm. But uh, again, that's my first point. This one in Highlanders, he will get me a bit of criticism. But all right, we'll, we'll put that to Barry. It's just not like him, is it? No, uh, listen, it's certainly not like him. Um, he, the mistakes he made, um, but. Look, it's it's part of the game. It's how you come through their mistakes. I mean, the, the first minute he's just got to clear clear his lines. Um, the second one and and the third one. It's the third one that annoyed me. I was speaking to Sai about it. Is the two defenders? There's only five yards apart, and they let the guy go through the middle. But see, at the end of the day, I, I think he'll come through it. I've been really impressed with with that partnership at Golson and Halander. I understand people's calls for for Balligan again. I think he's a, a very, very good player, but I think the partnership between Golson and Halander is the better one. Mm-hmm. Um, Golson's a good footballer. He's come on leaps and bounds, um, certainly this season. Halander's an out-and-out defender. He never showed that last night, which will disappoint him, but I think he'll come through it. Look, in terms of the Rangers game last night, we would all, I mean, I, I, I called it on Monday night, I would have took a... A point on Wednesday night, sorry. Yeah. I'd have been happy with a point. But when once you go three one up, you're playing against ten men. I think the disappointing thing for Rangers is not seeing that game out. It was there for them. How would the manager be with them at the end, do you think? Would would it be, you know I, I, I don't think he would have been too critical. Yeah. He would have been more disappointed in them that I think that's something that Rangers have certainly learned for last season. They've yeah. been able to see uh, see games out. I look at the, the game at Rugby Park, a place where they've struggled in the past. It wasn't a, a top-class performance, but they never looked like losing the game against Kilmarnock. It was only 1-0, but they looked solid enough. So that's the thing I, I think will disappoint the, the manager. I do feel for Hollander last night as well, because watching it early on, Barisic and Taverni are so high up the pitch. Mm. Which, is, which is credit to Rangers, you know, they're... They feel like they can go and have a go against top teams like Benfica. But what happened very early on a couple of times was that Benfica seen that and as soon as they won the ball back, they spun the ball in that channel where Barisic was missing and, and Hollander was exposed quite a bit. Uh, and I, I think when you're getting that sort of pressure on you, that's when it leads to, to mistakes. I mean, in the SPL, Glenn Kamara shuffles across and gets the balls. But against top teams, when you're under pressure and good players, that's when that that, that, that leads to mistakes. Sorry. He, he said a bad night at the office. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt, but he'll come through it. Listen, he's an experienced player. He's a, he's a good defender. He's impressed me this season, Hollander. Definitely impressed me. Ryan, will you stay with us for two minutes? Hi. Jimmy, 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 will you stay with us for two minutes? Yes, yeah. Okay, we're with you after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Friday night, the weekend starting here. The guys are you're playing Tuesday, so we're just four days away from Kelty Hearts against Peterhead. We're going to talk about that during the programme. Sai, how's the injury? Uh, the injury's all right. I've been running this week, so I think I'm going to be on the bench tomorrow. Uh, boys done really well last Saturday, so no need to change it. Uh, but can I just say congratulations to Ali on the uh, traffic who's got uh, engaged? Great news, yeah. yeah. yeah we're, what we're, a lucky guy. Uh, we'll mention that just after six, right? Oh, really? We'll come, oh, we'll come back in that. Because you know what? No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nothing wrong. Jimmy's still on the line. <laughs> oh, sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. You're back through. It's not you that's getting married to Jimmy, is it? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Jimmy, what was your other point? Glenn Kamara. Uh-huh. Well, Glenn Kamara, 50 grand. Yeah. Last night, last season. He wasn't really getting in the team, wasn't getting a regular spot. Came in the team, he's outstanding. Involved in almost everything last night. Obviously gets the goal. But where do you get that for 50 grand? Honestly, God. Honestly, God, what difference the player? He just looks quality. It looks to be embracing the culture there as well. 
Aye. Jimmy, I've got to agree with you. I think it's probably the this signing of the century. Fifty thousand pound. I've I've got to be honest with you. I think every season he has improved, but this season he's went to a different a different level. I think he's been excellent. He's a main player for the manager. Um, certainly in European games, he, he's been fantastic. I spoke to Neil McCann a couple of weeks about. Uh, was it about was it Neil about? Was it Neil Bittle Monty Rangers? Yeah, he, he started off at Arsenal and he went in trial to a, a couple of League 2 teams and Neil McCann signed him for, for Dundee and wow. after the first training session Neil McCann thought, well, we've got a player here. Um, and he, he did that, I'd watched Dundee a few times and he was he did stand out a bit for Dundee mm. but he's come, into, he's come into a big club like, like Rangers and um, as I said, each season he's just Impressed um, He's been on to a different level This season He's been excellent Every time I watch him Comfy on the ball He can do He can do everything He yeah. can get about the pitch as well Great attitude And you know what He's starting to add goals It was a great finish for him last night I've had the whole man's up last week Because I, I didn't uh, I was quite critical At the start of the season Didn't think he'd done enough But he's taking his game To another level um, Just how good he is At handling the ball In tight situations yep. You know, he's brave enough to take the ball when there's a man near him. He doesn't play safe. You know, he's looking to play the ball through the lines into Kent and, and guys like that. And now he's adding goals to his game as well. And like Barry says, he does the basics well as a midfielder. He works tirelessly. He gets in people's faces and then when he gets it, he keeps it. Jimmy, I see that uh, Conor Golson got the Player of the Month award. Your manager got the Manager of the Month. But Glenn Kamara must have come close for that. I think obviously, I must have. Obviously Golson for the Celtic game, the way he's been playing. Uh, playing yeah. excellent again he's him and Tav just seem to have stepped up to a different level mm-hmm. this year for us they seem to get what it means to the fans and to the club I think now so yeah but both of them Jimmy both of them were getting criticised last year which um, sometimes you, you worry about how they're going to react to that and I mean I, I think they deserve both of the players you mentioned Golson and, and Tavernier they deserve all the credit they're getting just now because they, they come through sticky patches which is no easy when you're a Rangers player when you're getting criticised for, for no playing well and things are going against you and this season two of them are, are big big players Tavernier for me has been yep. by far the best player Was that another two assists last night for Tavernier? Huh? Yeah Unbelievable. It's confidence as well, isn't it? Yeah. That both of them are, are really Why? But I think, you're, I think you get more confident when your team's that well set up mm-hmm. You know that if you make a mistake, that's fine because you're going, guys are going to either get the ball back quick or you're going to be set up quick. Whereas, whereas when you watch Celtic last night, you can tell that the boys are scared of losing the ball because if you lose the ball, and what happened a number of times is, within two passes, they scored a goal. So Jimmy, uh, there's a question put last night to Stephen Gerrard. Is there now a power shift in Scotland? So we've had a good month uh, and I think the focus is always on us in terms of comparing elsewhere. We need to focus on what we need to do. It's, as I say, I've, I mentioned the answer the same question last week and it's far too early to be getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, we've just entered November. We're in a good place, in real good form. I had a very interesting game last night, haven't said that, um, but it's back to domestic responsibilities tomorrow but Hamilton at home and um, we're looking to get another three points and, and build on our good form Jimmy what would you say? Too early Paul far yep. too early yep. I lived through nine in a row days John Gregg and then Sunnis and mm-hmm. then obviously Barry coming through with Dick Advocate I've seen the good times yep. spoiled we've got we've, we've got a team we've got a team mm-hmm. across the city they're a wounded animal but the quality in that team is unbelievable and they've got the winners there so it's early days early days Jimmy's a level headed guy isn't he yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I like Jimmy that's the way that they've all got to be these Rangers <laughs> fans Look, the, as the manager <laughs> keeps saying they're, they're, they're definitely in a good place at this moment in yeah. time but uh, always be aware of 
of what's going on round about you at some stage Celtic are going to come back That that's the kind of mindset I would have and that's the kind of mindset I'm seeing coming out of that that Rangers training centre every time the manager speaks he speaks really well he's mm. respectful every time each player speaks it's one game at a time and now it shifts to, for me the most important game and that's Sunday because they need to make sure they get the three points Do you want, sorry yeah, Paul, no, I'm just going to say don't go away because oh, uh, like, I'm on. getting I'm having a shock no you're not at all <laughs> Kyle's on no you want the ball and that's what we want uh, yeah. no, I'm just going to ask Barry yeah. to it because you yeah. said in the office after it's usually if, if Celtic yeah. get knocked out of Europe Rangers go on it's usually after January, February that you start to notice the tiredness in the legs. Yeah, definitely. Worry it, it would worry me. Once the Scottish Cup kicks in and the League mm. Cup kicks in, there's a lot of tournaments then. You're, you're obviously involved in um, the League title. You're involved in Europe. That then starts to become, I wouldn't say a problem, but it would be an issue with the amount of games that are going to be coming up. Mm. Um, but again, I keep going back to it. I look at the size of the Rangers squad, Si, and I look who comes off the bench. Like, for instance, last week against like Poznan, you bring Morelos and mm. Aribo in. So they've got real strong competition for places. And I think they are in a good place, but listen, the vibes that's coming out just now are good uh, good vibes and respectful vibes. Jimmy, we uh, like what you say. Don't go away. Kyle's a Celtic fan on the line. Hi, Kyle. Hi, I'm not a Celtic fan, but uh, my point is about Celtic. Uh, okay. In terms of Shane Duffy, do you think now that Celtic and Rangers have got to a stage where boys that are not getting a game in a bottom bottom t- bottom half Premier League team are expected to come up here and do well? Like you look at Shane Duffy, he's no cut it in Europe and he's struggling in the SPL. Has it got to a stage now where, especially El Unici as well, although he's done all right against Aberdeen etc. Mm. Um, he's not they're not cutting it coming up here and like. They're not doing well when they're coming up. Yeah, I think it's a massive shock to them in terms of the pressure that you're under when you play up here. Mm. As I've said, Aidan McGeady, one of my good pals, he was at Everton. We were a, regularly in a top eight club. <laughs> and says that, he says that the pressure at playing for a top eight club mm. is nothing like coming up here and playing. And the one thing, that you, if you have a bad start, it is very, very tough. And you're seeing that with Shane Duffy now. I've said it before, when, when you come up to the SBL, it hits you like a ton of bricks. It is so quick. You've got young guys on no lot of money who want to do well in their careers. They're a hundred mile an hour. They're in your face. Down south, you've got guys on sixty and seventy grand who they let you have the ball. You know, you get time on the ball. You get time to take a touch, take another touch, maybe pass into your centre back, back to the full back. Up here, you do not get that, and that's tough when you've been playing for ten years in a league that you've strolled because you didn't get a lot of pressure to come up here you need to change your game and and Shane Duffy is finding that hard right now I, I was lucky enough to play in the Premier League for five years down there and Scottish football is harder than the Premier League yeah. I remember you said that yep. what's the difference? you get more time mm-hmm. down there you get more time and space it's it's when it gets into the final third and when you, you're playing the, the top four teams that that's when it kind of shifts yeah. big time but um, definitely I, I've seen it with more nice I've seen a lot of players come up here and the rabbit in headlights how quick it is they can't believe the the intensity and the pressure mm. the biggest thing is the pressure which size just mentioned mm-hmm. there you're constantly under pressure there's demands put put on you every single game you play and you've got to win every single game you play if you draw a game it's um, people are not happy if you lose a game it's an absolute disaster so these guys are not used to to these pressures and, mm. and demands on them Kyle do you think there's a power shift in the question that went to Stephen Gerrard and he said hey, too early to say anything what do you feel? 
I think I just think like I think well everyone really expect Duffy to come up here and basically be the be the player that got Celtic ten in a row basically and I thought everyone was buzzing about him and now he's sort of that he's maybe not good enough. Would you as managers I don't know say you coach a bit ahead Barry you're healthy would you drop would you drop Shane Duffy or would you keep him in the team? Good question. Oh. It, it depends on the personnel look, available, yeah. look I, I think if Neil Lennon had Julian and, and Ayer I think it would maybe cross his mind to mm. take him out the firing line for a couple, of, a couple of games sometimes it's helped it happened to me once or twice in my career when you're going through uh, tough times you were dropped yeah, yeah look in cup games look huh? listen we'll, we'll take you out and we'll, we'll sit you in the, the bench I wasn't too happy about no. it but sometimes was it, that Walter Smith? Uh, no. Walter Dick Advocate oh yeah yep Yep. But listen, it's part of the game, mm. um, yep. and and did it help you? Yeah, it made me even more hungry and determined. Yep. And look, look, look what happened uh, mm. at Rangers. Nobody's Steven Gerrard done yep. that with Morelos the last couple of games. Mm. He brought him out the firing line, and he came on against Lech Poznan, got his goal, um, and got his goal. Sorry, uh, last night against yep. Benfica. Broke the record. Yeah, break Coyce's record. So sometimes it's good to mm. take players out the firing line when they're getting. A bit of stick Yeah I've got to be honest If El Hamed was fit to play Sunday I'd play him uh-huh. I'd play him in that centre back And so he's he got pace be. Because yeah. You know Stephen Robinson For me is a good coach And a good manager mm. I've said it before He's not turning up To play Celtic When they game plan And I fully Imagine that his game plan Will be to play on Shane Duffy And get the body in the side of him You know So it's the last game That the big man needs For Park It'll be 100 mile an hour They'll be trying to get Tony Watt in the side of him El Hamed's got that pace mm. Maybe as Barry says Taking him out for a couple of games Putting him back in And maybe a home game uh, which is a bit easier but um, if El Hamed's no fit to do so then the big man will go again listen I'm no doubt he's a good player yeah. he a good but he's, player. Ma- he's making mistakes that you see in people who have lost confidence simple basic errors that's no Shane Duffy and it's getting highlighted Sai because he's a big he's a big signing yeah. for Celtic he's Republic Island captain he's played in the Premier League for a number of, number of years you don't play at that level if you're not a good player he's going through a, he's going through a tough time but listen I'm sure he'll come through it there's no doubt about it Neil Lennon will, will keep backing him and as I said he'll get a decision he'll have a decision to make as I said sometimes it may be a good idea to, to take him out who knows maybe he wants to play and he mm. wants to go and prove people wrong Jimmy we're going up to the news final word from you what about Morelos he broke the record last night his game's changed yep. guys, the way he's playing the way he's playing out on the wing and putting balls yeah you're wanting to be the goal machine but I think I'm so glad we kept him. I'm so glad we kept him. I think it might get us over the line. Jimmy, Kyle, thanks very much. That's the first hour has flown in. What a night last wow. night. Benfica 3-3 with Rangers. Celtic losing 4-1 to Sparta Prague. Virtually a full card. Well, we have it over the weekend. We've got four matches on tonight. We'll hear from Rob in the second hour and we'll hear from your calls next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! Red hot tonight. All your calls coming in 0808 17 17 700 and on the socials at Go Football Show. Or you can text Go plus your message to 87474. Barry, some really good calls in the first half. Excellent calls. Um, they were criticising, but they were constructive. Um, so, not bring more calls on. That's great to hear. One of the standouts so far for you this season for Rangers, Stephen Davis, and his manager was praising him last night. 
Stephen's in good form. I think he has been since we returned from lockdown. You always wonder, you know, when players are that age and they have such a long break off with a lockdown, what are they going to be like when they return? But his professionalism and his attitude and his application, uh, he come back in unbelievable shape and he's built on that. And I think that's shown in his performances. Um, really, really consistent at the moment and arguably in the best form since, since we've been working together. Yeah, he was fantastic uh, last night, Stevie Davis. And the thing that helps him, he's got good players round about him that have got lots of energy, but his quality on the ball. I mean, I was lucky enough to play with, with Devil um, 10 or so years ago, and he was uh, he was a standout then, but he's gained that experience. And um, I, I just love watching him play. And when, when he plays in the Rangers team, I believe Rangers are a better team. Sorry. You know what I like about him, how brave he is on the ball. You know, you think of Kent sending off, uh, the guy got sent off for taking down Kent. Rangers keep it for about eight or ten passes, and it's all through Stephen Davis taking the ball with a man on him. And then when he's got time to turn, he's not interested in passing the ball to centre halves or, or full backs. He's only interested in doing that when he's under pressure. When he's got time on the ball, he turns and straight first thought is can I pass the ball forward? And what Rangers have got up front as well in runners who are wanting to go in behind now instead of coming to feet all the time. You get a man sent off and it changes the game. So that comes down to bravery and good decision making, and that's what Steve Davis has got in abundance. Derek from Govan Hill has called in. Hi, Derek. Good evening. Good evening, Father. Great to hear you back on Scottish Radio. This is ah, the first time I've listened to you. A good man. Uh, good to hear you. Thanks, Derek. It's great to be back. Loving uh, it. Go. Not Derek Thank Johnson, you. is it? <laughs> 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 uh, but, but, Barry, I heard you talking about Celtic players and professionalism and not trying. Uh, but you know something similar happened Paul Gwen was the Rangers manager oh wow no absolute nonsense um, never never in my whole career have ever downed tools so I don't Derek? know where you're getting that from I've, I've yep. spoke about this maybe four or five times since um, so obviously you've not not read it or heard it it's one thing that I would never ever do so Derek are you asking him what happened then with Paul Le Guin? What happened yeah. with Paul Le Guin was um, he came in uh, I, I was guilty of one thing of keeping um, my passion inside me mm-hmm. for a, 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 I'd probably say a couple of months um, we weren't going through the best of times in terms of results Where were you in the table? We were fourth then fifth then um, maybe at the start I should have let off a bit of steam in, in terms of what I, what I thought in terms of the way we were playing and the way we were, we were going about things not just on the training ground but certainly at, at games and I kept it in for far too long um, and I let go up at Inverness Cali Thistle where we get beat 2-1 and deserve to get beat 2-1 um, and I said my piece after the, after the game which I felt was right to do and the manager didn't um, agree with it uh, so then I get suspended mm-hmm. and after that then the chairman stepped in though Paul Le Guin left yeah, he, he left um, and I came back and, and I got on with my, my career mm-hmm. see, if it wasn't through, see if it wasn't through a lack of trying Barry like the players and management well, uh, why did uh, it not work out for him is it team selections no, I, I just think some people come here and they don't realise how big a Rangers or Celtic is mm. I don't think they realise the demands and the expectations that are, that are put on you because um, as I've said before at these clubs you've got to win every single game um, and when Paul Le Guin was here it was plain and simple we weren't winning every game we were getting out fought and out battled in too many occasions which I couldn't I couldn't get 
my head round about and he came mm. with a huge reputation do you remember Si? yeah it's similar yeah. You, th- you think it's a manager version of Shane Duffy isn't yeah. it? you know he comes from a massive club uh, from a, ma- a big league yeah. and you think he's going to stroll it and he's going to Rangers were I remember he was announced everyone was absolutely delighted yeah he was successful at uh, Leon. yeah but you just kind of people kind of get their head around how much, how big a job these two these two jobs are yeah but listen you get all the, the, the nonsense that goes on and spoke about about People down in tools and, and teammates, there was um, fractions in the dressing room. I, I honestly, see when I read some of it, it was actually laughable yeah. when I read some of it and I heard some of it. Um, and you couldn't say anything at the time mm-hmm. out of respect because Rangers had asked me Isn't not it? to. Um, yep. But obviously, when your, your career's over, and I spoke about it many a times. And um, see, on that with Barry, with Paul Aguirre, that's why I think it's far too much a gamble for Celtic to get a new manager. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's going to be like up here. Yeah. You do not. You cannot tell. You could get the best manager in the world, and you cannot tell how he's going to deal with the pressure at Celtic or Rangers. If a new manager came in and didn't start well, the title's done. Rangers are in such a good place with a new guy in place. The title's done. If, if somebody came in and lost their first two or three games, the, the title's finished. That's why, for me, unless it gets drastic, Celtic, Celtic should stick with Neil Lennon. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think if they went and changed Neil Lennon, I, I think it would be the, the the wrong decision to make. He knows the club inside out. He knows. What's got to be done now? Mm. And if you go and bring somebody in, whether it be for a different country or, or down south, somebody who's out a job, um, I don't think they'll get to, to grips with it as quickly as possible. Eddie, how Eddie yeah. got relegated to Bournemouth last oh, year? Where's his, co- where's his confidence right now? Yeah. After being relegated, why? How you can't get the Celtic job after getting relegated to Bournemouth and making the shift that you've talked about when you go to the cauldron that is Glasgow. Exactly. Yeah. I see people today as well, Paul saying Gordon Stratton. Now, see if these players kind of. Handle Neil Lennon shouting at them. They'll hate Gordon Stratton because Gordon Stratton's the same. In a good way for me, back in the day, we we enjoyed that that honesty for them. And if they can't handle Neil Lennon being honest, then Gordon Stratton is the same type. Yeah, this is what I don't get. You've got to accept the criticism that comes your way. You, you, nobody likes criticism. Nobody likes it. But if Neil Lennon's going in there and, and having a go or having a pop, there's only one way, and I keep repeating myself here, there's only one way to respond. Anyway, Derek, you're more interested in Rangers Sorry. and the job being done by Stephen Gerrard. Uh, I'm not, I wasn't Stephen Gerrard's biggest fan, uh, and I would have maybe got rid of him during the lockdown, but he has won me over this season by how they're playing and as they're hunting the ball down all the time and they lose the ball. Everybody seems to know this season what they're doing. Mm. I think Celtic slightly reminds me of a Paul Le Guin's Rangers where you never know what team's turning up one week against Aberdeen. They played really well. Last night, they were like a shambles. Mm. I thought there was something similar. Like if something's not right behind the scenes, and I hope it continues. Derek, it's mad how football works out to upon it because yeah. if that lockdown never happened and the league never got stopped if Rangers lost at Hamilton in their last game before it stopped if they went on a bigger winning run Stephen Gerrard could have lost his job yeah. but what he's done is he's went away in the summer oh. he's assessed what they need to get better at and he's came back and improved it and you, I heard you said Davy Province said the Liverpool style I think he's changed I, don't, I, I think on the ball they played a similar style to last season but off it and the callers just made a great point the reaction to losing the ball and getting into shape quick that, that's where they've improved massively for me this year he's, he's used the manager Stephen Gerrard has used the lockdown perfectly he's went back assessed the way that they went about their business after the winter break he's obviously spoke to his staff when we've come back after lockdown he's obviously sat down with the players and explained it and went and worked on the training field and they're getting the the benefits of that there's no doubt Rangers are a better team this year but if you look at the team 
is is virtually the same as last team year. as last yeah. year. Mm. Yep. I know mm. he's made a few signings. Yeah. Roof and Etten, Roof, but Etten, yep. Balligan. Yep. But if you're looking at it, it's basically the same squad. Mm-hmm. Um, they so, often start without all three of those. Yeah, well, they never and start with. The, so the, that squad deserve a, le- a, a uh, lot of credit for me. So, yeah. so. So did they have I'm a saying, better summer than Celtic did in the signing department? We talked about this just before the programme. But you just mentioned there the, yeah. the the summer signings that the managers made. They don't always start mm-hmm. for Rangers. It's basically the same starting eleven that, that finished the season when, when we went into lockdown. Mm. Um, so these players deserve a lot of credit because. They were getting it, as the caller just said there, they were getting it in the neck um, from from the Rangers fans. It wasn't good enough. and it, it wasn't, and the manager admitted that, but you've got to give credit where it's due. They've come back, they've worked ever so hard, and they're seeing the benefits of that now. Uh, football's not rocket science. If you work harder, you'll do yeah. better. And Rangers have done that this year. In terms of their, their defensive record, not just for the defenders, as I say, Romarellos, you've took goals away from him, but it's helping the team. And that's what it's about. You know, you think of Liverpool with Firmino, he doesn't score a lot of goals. Morelos is now similar to Firmino for me. He has to drop in to allow the other two wide players to go higher. But that's that's the sacrifices you make to be a successful uh, team. I, I think the manager managed the Morelos situation when he was getting linked with yeah, various real. clubs. Yeah. Um, I, th- I thought he managed that pretty well. He managed them great a couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned earlier in the show he left him out the team for a couple of games and he's come back with that hunger and desire and he scored uh, two goals in three games that's what Lenny needs to do Barry isn't it? He, needs to, he needs to put personal maybe relationships aside and you need if you need to drop one of your best players or, or somebody you get on well with then that, that's what needs to be done something drastic needs to change quickly and you need, you need to be the guy that's going to do that Derek thanks very much for calling Thanks, Paul. Thanks a lot. Thanks. He asked the question, and Barry gave the stare, didn't he? Sigh. No, if this was not. Do you know what? I'm just. I've said it plenty of times. I'm sick of all the nonsense that gets spoke about it. People don't know the 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 truth, and I've I've went through it a number of times. Obviously, the caller. Yeah. Hadn't read it or, or listened to me He's before. Heard it now and go radio. No, that so, that yeah. was the truth. There was nothing, and I tell you, I always yeah. went out in that pitch, even if I didn't see or agree. At the time when the manager was picking a team or the way he was going about it, there was not once when I stepped on that pitch that I never gave a hundred percent. I don't think I don't think many do. Hmm. I, I don't think I've ever played with anybody that I've looked at and thought you're not giving everything you've you've got in you. So what happens last night? Yeah, that's and what. I, uh, is yeah. it? I, I don't know whether they go a couple of goals down and the confidence drains out them, hmm. and they're looking for somebody run about to to maybe. Get a reaction. And the same team that, were two up on Lille, probably the best team in the. Well, I thought the first thing. forty-five minutes against Lille Celtic were outstanding. Um, second half they tired, yeah. which happens. I thought on Sunday against Aberdeen, I thought when Christie scored that goal for twenty minutes after that goal, that was Celtic mm. last season. They were they were flying. Second half petered out a wee a, a wee bit, but you can you can go with that because obviously the, the difficult game. In the Thursday night, the legs get a bit tired. Jake Nan might so, be struggling for fitness, then, huh? No, no, I, I don't know what it is. I, but because they've not played for so long, some of them, and then they're playing Saturday and Tuesday, it can, it can take a wee. It can, but listen, the way they're looked after now, so yeah. you, you know what it's like with sports science and recovery sessions and, and whatever. They get all the best of, of stuff. I don't know. Is it a confidence thing when they go a goal down or two goals down? Mm-hmm. Do they start to suffer? Is there somebody on that pitch? I've mentioned I think there's only one so do you agree with me Scott Brown that can get them going again you need people on that pitch when things are not going well for you you need somebody to galvanise you 
So the manager says there's going to have to be a culture change. So Scott Brown was asked about this after the match last night. Yeah, I think we'll just have to get together a little bit more and work harder and make sure that everyone knows how good a Celtic team they are when we play against them, but we've not hit those standards yet. And for whatever reason it is, we need to make sure that we start doing that very, very quickly because the season's slowly going and we need to make sure that we hit top form extremely quick. We'll fight, we'll scratch, we'll come back and we'll make sure we bounce back and Sunday for us is huge now and that we have to make sure that we put a good performance on and get three points. Sai, he always fights, scratches, but are there enough others doing the same? Well, that's the thing, the culture change kind of baffles yeah. me because obviously they've won every trophy that there is to win. Last year after January they were in a great mm. place. So what's happened since then, since the end of last season to the beginning of this? Because Let's be honest, I've not played well the full year. Um, whether that's down to tactics or whether it's down to players not working hard enough, something needs to change. What about um, Edward? What's happened? I don't know, but this is the thing with me, Paul, as well. These guys, if they do want to leave, who are they going to? <laughs> who, they've not played well in Europe yeah. since... Even when Rodgers was the manager. Yeah. When you're going to these teams in Europe, they're judging you on the, on the highest level. And these players have not done it. If you want a move, you've got to perform on exactly. the pitch. Exactly. So I, I don't know what's going on with, with Edward. There's no doubt. Listen, we've spoken about it Sai many a times. On his day, he is the best player in Scotland. Mm. But he's not. He's clearly not shown it. Is there something going on in the background? We don't know. We're not with him every day. But it's not the same Edward that that we've became to know mm. with, with the performances he's, he's had in the pitch. He's seen glimpses in Sunday in the first half. Um, he nearly scored. Yeah. Uh, the, the keeper made a couple of great saves. Um, Joe, Lo- uh, Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis. Um, it's but, only glimpses isn't it but I think he gets a bit disillusioned when he's not playing with a partner up front I really do and I think when he's not getting enough of the ball he kind of drifts mm-hmm. out the game and then before you know it he's maybe not at top level in terms of chasing and, and get I just think when you look back to last season with Edward and Griffiths together you haven't seen them together at well, all I know <laughs> well, I don't, like, for me it's a no brainer then goes the argument like people are saying the 3 5 two, it's not working yeah. he goes back to the 4 2 three, one. They get two good results, Lille and Aberdeen. Mm. They get a bad one last night. And uh, what what does everybody want? Or oh, do we go back to a 3 5 2? Yeah. I, I just don't think certain players are, are on top of their game. Yeah. I just think as well, well the three five I would go three five two with the players at Celtic have got. As we've mentioned before, Scott Brown at thirty five, it's very tough to play in a two in midfield yeah. Saturday, Tuesday. I think they need a three in there to help him. And I also think if your best, best player, if he plays best with a partner playing with a partner because if you get if you get Edson Odson Edward on his top form it gives you a much more better chance of winning the league you know what I had a few people ask me today um, I was in Glasgow actually a couple of guys pulled me up about the Lee Griffiths situation yeah. asking my opinion why is he no playing and obviously he's come on in the last three games he's come on he's scored um, no last three I think five out of the sorry three out of the five St Johnson Aberdeen and obviously last night why is he not playing mm. That's a Yep. As I say, he came on against Aberdeen. I, I thought it was a no-brainer for him to start the next game. I thought he looked. Fit. I think he looked sharp. You know the way the way he takes that goal at Aberdeen. That's that's sharp. So that's not a goal, guy. Yeah. I thought the goal last night was. I mean, he, he, he plays, plays the ball in. Yeah. He knows um, who has it. Has a shot. Rogic. Rogic. Yep. And um, he's falling in on it. Mm-hmm. That's a. That's a top striker. Yeah. I think as well when Roderick and El you know seeing Christie playing that day the three, they all want to play in the number ten. They all want to play the central role. They all end Too up similar. standing five yards away from yeah. each other. 
And like I say, Rangers, when they've got the ball, they make the pitch very big and open and say, like, make it compact when they've got it. Neil Lennon says they have to go back to basics. Yeah, because we don't do the basics well enough. It's just, you know, a set play. You know, Sparta have already been in our half. We get a corner. It's not even well hit. And it's a free header off the post and then the guy puts in the rebound. But it should never come to that. We should get first contact. We've got players in there man-to-man marking and they're not aggressive enough with the defending. It's something we're banging the drum about all the time. It costs you. And it's lexidaisical from our point of view. It has to be better. Jenk, he listened to the radio show last week. We, we said <laughs> she'd go man for man, shouldn't yeah, he? he did. But, but he, he sums yeah, it up. Exactly. It's, it's the basics. Yeah. I mean, you can hear it in his voice there. He, he's he, he's obviously frustrated. There, there's no doubt about it. And Si, they've obviously... They're working on that in the training ground, surely. Mm. Set pieces. That's one thing you do work yeah, on. Yeah. And that's what you're saying there. It's the basics. They're going man to man. And whoever's marking somebody, that's their responsibility. And clearly they're not taking the responsibility. And John Kennedy was a, a, a great defender. Yeah. Very young, of course, when uh, you know the injury put him out of the game. But surely they're working on that with yeah. him. And that's the thing, though, Paul. Coaches can only do so much. Mm-hmm. When you're on that yeah. pitch, there, and, and Barney will tell you, this is my pet hate as a coach. When we can see the fair set piece, is my pet hate. Because that's doing a lack of fighting you to make sure that your man isn't going to score. But that that isn't only in set pieces, Paul. That's yeah. transcending into Celtic's general play. Mm-hmm. They're two and three yards off people all over the pitch. Mm-hmm. So if you date set pieces, you're going to date in general play. And that is where Celtic are struggling right now. Did you hear what Barry but, said a moment ago? It's good news for the shop site. He was in shopping today. Oh, you so don't want to know how much shopping. he spent. Ah, can you imagine it? Oh, Sale, here's the news. News and Go Radio. Sales up in Glasgow. <laughs> Barry Ferguson <laughs> and the missus doing the Christmas shopping. Yeah, it's a great day. Um, carrying bags about. But starting early. Go to get your Christmas oh, shopping yeah. early. Yeah. Love that for yeah. you. Organised. Yeah. Well, no me. And the you missus. took it for a bite to eat as well? I sure oh. did. Mama's on. Oh, oh, lovely. They, oh, yeah, just they yeah. just kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. No, we, we held hands. Oh, oh I love that. Yeah. Only in Go Radio. <laughs> <laughs> the Go Radio Football Show. Let's go. So, just before the break, we were hearing about Barry's Christmas shopping uh, <laughs> with the missus, and we've got some great news here in the Go Radio team because Ali Defoy, some great news at the weekend, last weekend. You got engaged. Yes, love that. What <laughs> a guy, look at guy. Our life is over. <laughs> so Liam, so yes. what happened? Tell us. Well, he just asked me to marry him. Oh, it's <laughs> brilliant. Was he soapy? No. I saw it. Did you kiss? Well, yeah. yeah I, oh, I love that. <laughs> Wait, I was going to say yeah and then walk away. <laughs> Cheers, mate. So just a kiss? I thought she might do it what, what was Love Street, obviously, uh, as a St Mirren fan. So when's the wedding going to be? Oh, no idea, but you're all invited. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll wear my suit. I'll wear my suit. Yeah. Please I, do. No, yeah. I'm a bit of I know, but will you be able to concentrate on your husband when I've got that suit on? Well, he won't be my husband by then, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I will. Of course I will. Ali, we're absolutely delighted. That's great Thank news. You. Ali Thank and so Liam much. getting married and uh, you're also delighted you're heading to the match St Mirren back in action how do you think it's going to go tonight against Dundee United well I don't know it's very hard to tell they've not played since the 17th of October St Mirren with all the Covid and everything else going on so I'm not entirely sure who's going to be in the team sheet maybe our new Irish Zavi will be playing number 7 has joined the team from Aston Villa so that'll be quite exciting um, Mickey Mel inside have been looking strong so we'll just have to wait and see but the new Smiza Stadium as it's called as of today mm. so heading there now for 745 Kick off. Guys, the hair and makeup, we're going to have to get it because she's ready for St. Mirren TV. Oh, my yeah, God. Like yeah. Sire, all right. Yeah. You need a bit. <laughs> need some hair. It's not going to come back at my age, I'll tell you. Ali, we're delighted. Thank you so much. Bless you. Who are you on tonight? Who are you on St. Mirren TV? But it's not Frank, is it? Uh, yeah. No, it's going to be Campbell Money. 
Oh, oh yes. Big Keeper, Big Campbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. McAvenny's too busy doing the <laughs> CBT oils. <laughs> too busy hanging out with you in open goal. Love Frank, man. Right, we're going back in the lines in a minute or two. Thanks, Sally. Okay. We'll see you uh, on Monday night. Sai, you won't be on on Monday night because you've got the big match on Tuesday and you've got some COVID testing. We do. We're going up to Dundee uh, Monday night. Tanadice. Dundee United are doing us a massive favour, so fair play to them because what are they doing? they're, uh, well, I think we get a reduced fee through Dundee United mm-hmm. to get tested. So they've, we can knock them out of the competition, you know, with whatever beat Kelly and St Johnson. So fair play to Dundee United. They've said that they'll, um, they'll get us up there and test us. So, can I speak highly enough of them for that? Yep, yeah, can I just second that? That was the same when we had to do our testing for St Johnson and playing Dundee United. They were good enough to, to help us out. So it's great Premier League. A lot of people don't get to know that. So we were delighted when Dundee United done that and they're doing the same for Peterhead. So fair play to them. St Mirren, Dundee United. We'll just look at that one just now. Who do you fancy? Dundee United. United away yeah. win. Yep. yep. Nah, I've got so, to go Dundee United at yeah. yeah, that front three. Uh-huh. Lauren Shankman, did you ask him, did you get the money for the kilt walk? Because He's you, the you tightest man ever, isn't he, Paul? Well, to be fair, you got your medal today. For, so I did. And uh, you raised, what, £200, double by Sir Tom Hunter to 400 And your charity was... Uh, the Beatson, wasn't it? Beatson, yep. The uh-huh. money's gone to the Great Beatson. Great cause. Well done uh, with yeah. the kilt walk as well, Paul. Nobody's uh, ever said that to you. No, it's, how did you get a medal? Because I, I, I sponsored it. I went. Oh, I done the okay. 10k. Was it 10k I done? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. 10k. Yeah. A pair of Timberlands on. So there you go. <laughs> I sponsored them. So uh, there's still Brilliant. time. We could we could get it, and we know people at the Kilt Walk. But well done. And when you see Lon Shanklin, because he did want to do it, so I'm sure he'll give you 100 pounds. I've heard, the money I've heard he's on. That's nothing. Um, Is that eight, right? Money. Eight. Yeah. Actually, some, some people were asking earlier, what's the comparison between, let's say, Celtic players or what well, Celtic were talking about, and what other players? You were talking about the effort last night. Listen, you know, we're not there. We don't know. You think maybe it's lack of some. Ha- Happens, Barry. I mean, a couple of goals down, confidence. Yeah, that's, what, that's what you've got to put it down to when you you go to uh, goals down. Is it a lack of confidence? The energy just saps out you. I've been in the the wrong end of a, a few tough results. Um, but what, one thing I will say: when I played and my teammates round about us, we, we kept going. Mm. You've got to do that. You've got to do that. Not just for yourself and your teammates. And the coaching staff, you've got to still go for the fans as well. Players in the first division are on what two, three hundred, four hundred pounds a week. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Not me, I'm on much more, but uh, the, rest, the, rest of, the rest of the scum are. Uh, and, and the Celtic players would be on what? What would be the average? For a first 20 team? grand a week. I mean, it's phenomenal, the difference. Yeah. I don't know but, if it's walking about or it's just a bad reaction to losing the ball. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, there's that many players in that front four, especially that the main part of their game has been on the ball isn't it and maybe it's not natural for them to react quickly and go their first thought to go and get the ball back and that's where they need to improve well, here's Chris what just yeah. one thing I will say they don't become bad players overnight no. No. look they went through a sticky patch there we all thought they came out it and it was listen I think it surprised everybody mm. uh, not just the result the, the, the performance um, so listen what you expect for good players is you always expect a reaction and I would watching sitting down I'm going to be watching the game on Sunday I would fully expect a Neil Lennon team to come out with a reaction but Barry see Celtic at home last night to Sparta Prague mm-hmm. should they not be pressing them high up the pitch for the start of the game yep it's listen I don't know what t- we, we don't know we're not inside in yeah. terms of the tactics maybe they want to maybe hit them on the counter I, I don't oh, why, know yeah? I don't think but that's a Neil Lennon team no I, I, Neil Lennon's team if you ask me about Neil Lennon and the way that in his teams face. play they're, they're in their Aye, they're mm-hmm. in your face hard to play against they're, uh, they're direct at times yeah. um, and they're 
they're full of energy. Let's take some more calls. Chris has called in 0808 Hi, Chris. Good evening. Hi, boys. Cheers for having me again. Not hey, at all. Chris. So what are you thinking tonight? Um, I was a bit fuming yesterday, but it was kind of like what Ryan said earlier. I just had to laugh by the end of it. Because um, it's the same team, same performance, uh, same formation, sorry, but it wasn't in the same performance. It was like we took one step forward and then now we went two steps back again. And for me, you can't blame the manager for that. That comes solely from the players yesterday. Mm. Um, but the wee dilemma that I'm thinking is, at the back end of the last, no, before Christmas last season, we were playing the 4-2-3-1 and we were struggling to break teams down. And it seemed like it was kind of that way last night as well. So when we changed to the 3-5-2, it got miles better by Griffiths and Edward up front. But we've not got the defenders at our disposal just now to be able to defend playing the three at the back when we're attacking. Um, so it's kind of a dilemma, and I cannot, for the life of me, understand how David Turnbull is not getting a run-out. He's young, he's hungry, Lennon's obviously signed him. You've got El Yunusi in the stand on his phone, and then David Turnbull sitting across from him, and he can't even get 10 minutes. Hmm. I agree I've always said The 3-5-2 for me It suits the players That Celtic have got It suits Neil Lennon As a manager better I think last night Was a wee bit of a false 3-5-2 Because they were two down They had to chase the game So what ended up happening was El Hamed was going into positions That he would never usually go To try and score a goal And what happened was They, they got hit on the counter attack yeah. You know if I'm looking at it I think Julian and Ayer Because of their pace Is, is a massive loss in a 3-5-2 it allows the full the wing backs to go high because their pace can recover, um, and I think when everyone's fit, I think Neil Lennon will play a three five two because for, it's his favourite, his his favourite formation. Sorry, Barry, you've been saying that, and you might see the change from Sunday. Yeah, I, I don't know if he'll go back to a, a three because he's not got the personnel in terms of. But, but I don't think Ayer's going to be fit. Julian's um, still out. I think once the players do come back. Then he'll have the personnel to go with. He's, he's favoured. It is his favoured um, formation. There's no doubt about it. You've seen it at the turn of the year um, after the, the winter break. They were they were unstoppable um, mm. when they played the 3 5 2. Um, what about Turnbull, Barry? Why, why I, do you think I, he's I, not Do you know playing? what? I'm, I, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. Now, I, I've spoken on this show a number of times. When Celtic went to say, sign David Turnbull, I'm thinking, right, they've got a. For me, potentially. A guy that could play there for 10 years. Mm. Um, I've seen him play plenty of times for Muddle before he got the injury, before obviously he was signing with Celtic the first time. Yeah. He was out for a while, he came back in. A bit a slow start, but you could see him starting each game by game. He was getting better and better. And I thought when Celtic signed him, I thought he had the ability, or I do think, I believe he's got the ability to get straight into that starting 11. And Again, I'm surprised why he's he's hardly featured. Again, we don't see I'm training every yeah. day, Sai. We, look, the only guy that can really answer that question would be the manager. Um, but I'm more surprised because the shelled out, which I think is not a lot of money for a player who's got huge potential. Mm-hmm. I do, I really do think he's a a proper midfielder in the making. But yeah, what it is, if he can't get in the team when the team's not playing well, and the people ahead of him are not playing well. How's he going to get in the team when these guys hit, hit top form? And Chris, what's that going to do for his confidence? Because he came, he was in great form there at the start of the season at Motherwell. He'd been through a horrendous year and I think people were right behind him. Yeah, um, I think the only way he's going to get better is playing games. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he might not be as good in training, but you know yourselves, it's totally different in a game than it is from training. Mm-hmm. Um, and he needs to learn how to play for Celtic and stuff. The way to do that is by playing games. You've got players that don't look as interested as what they have done before. So Neil Lennon said in his post-match interview that he wants to change the culture. Yeah. So is that by putting in youth or just giving these boys a chance? Because that's the only way he's going to get better for me. If I'm David Turnbull, though, I'm, you're chapping the door. Mm-hmm. You say, well, because you had a bad, I think you had a bad 60 minutes at St Johnston, which 10 others had as well. But other people have played worse since then and they're still playing. I don't know if David Turnbull's the type to be going asking these questions, but when you're at a club like Celtic, you're quickly forgotten about it. But you think he should be. If you were coaching him, if you were advising him, would you say. Chap, in these times, yeah, in these times, Paul, you know that this guy's desperate. He, he's not had his career. He's still he's yeah. desperate to so make I, an impact. I, I would like that as a manager. See, yeah. if I, I was going to ask yeah, you. Yeah. I, if I've left a player yeah. out, maybe two or three games, you're getting a knock at the door. Mm. And that shows me. Did you like that? He's desperate to know the reason first why he's not playing and secondly is he going to get a chance um, so I don't know whether David uh, has done that but I'll go back to him I, I think it's a waste of talent I, I do understand the caller's point as well it is going to take him a bit of time going from Muddle to Celtic is totally different as yeah. we keep mentioning the expectations and the demands but the only way you're going to learn him is by playing games of football how will Neil Lennon react to that if uh, David Turnbull chaps the door and says I, Gaffer? I think he would he'd like be it. Similar yeah. to Barry, he would like it. Yeah, he likes he likes players with character, mm. and I hope Turnbull's got it because you can be as good a player as you want. And Barry will tell you, I've seen loads of them. But if you've not got that character, then mm. that's eighty percent of playing for Celtic and Rangers. That's why I couldn't do it. I didn't have the character to do it. Mm. I just hope that David Turnbull's got enough of that where he stands up for himself and he's in there saying, "Listen, I want to be part of this team. I can play here now." He's shown that. He came on for 45 minutes and he was outstanding. That was a Hibs game. Hibs game. No, he, he changed the game. Yeah, no. You know, so I just hope, it's just weird that on a 60 minute performance away to St Johnston, we've not seen him since. But like Barry says, we didn't get to see them, yeah. them every day. Chris, nine points in it then, two games in hand. Uh, what's going to happen now? Are Celtic going to say, right, we need to forget about Europa League um, and concentrate on, yeah, there's a cup final to come, but also the title? I hope so. Um... I think this is the first time since the 10 in a row started that I can't predict if Celtic are going to win or not because it's just so uncertain each game that we're going into. Like, I'm nervous to play Motherwell at the weekend and I've not been like that for a long time. I think Celtic fans as well are just going to need to start to realise that Rangers are catching us up and they're a good team. And this might just be the way it's going to be for the next few years. So we've got to take ourselves to a new level as well. I'm watching that last night and I'm looking at Rangers playing against top opposition. And bar individual errors, it's going to take a hell of a performance for somebody in Scotland to beat Rangers right now. As I've said, honestly, anyone who wants to be a young coach or a manager, go and watch the difference in the two teams and how how they are off the ball. They're so hard to break through. Benfica never created a lot of chances outside the Hollanders' two mistakes. And you think... Scottish teams are going to struggle especially if they're going to go and play one up front it's going to be very hard not only to score against Rangers but also beat them and they're in a, they're in a great place right now like Barry's mentioned loads of times on here what the test will be is if somebody does manage to beat them will they still have, still have that same bravery and confidence to play it the way they're I mean, playing see over the last um, since Celtic started dominating in terms of getting the trebles they've not really had any tests so far I think the first test was last season 
when Rangers beat them at Celtic Park at, uh, just be- before they went to shutdown and then Celtic come back and showed what a good team uh, they are again they've got it this year we thought they'd come through it they've suffered again and now for me if you're asking me I fully expect Celtic to come out um, with all guns blazing on Sunday I would be surprised if they don't that's the kind of mindset I think so, uh, uh, Rangers just now they fully expect him to come back and I still expect him to come back because if you do look at the Celtic squad <laughs> there is right good mm. players in there yeah. there's just a, a serious lack of, of confidence just now there's mm. something no working um, but they need to find a solution soon because as you know the, the, the season will be will be finished sooner than we, we, we know we're going to get your predictions for Motherwell Celtic and the other games Chris before you go I know you're nervous about it what do you think the scoreline will be on Sunday <laughs> um, I'm not 100% sure I'm going to I, I do think we'll win because I think quality will show by the end of it um, we've got the better players um, but again it's all attitude for me there's no doubt in the players abilities yeah. but at the end of the day if you're not going to work then it's pointless and Turnbull to start you would reckon on Sunday back I think at, it's back a at perfect game for him to yeah, start back yeah, back I think home. it'd be a great because then you'll have you'll have an extra point to prove as well ok great um, call yep. I think it'd be great yeah Thanks very much. We're going to speak to Hugh, a Motherwell fan, just after this, 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. We're going to speak to Rob McLean, who's at Petodry for Aberdeen. Hibs, that's a, a tasty one coming up tonight. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! 24 hours after Alfredo Morelos broke Ali McCoy's European record, 22 goals, and his manager paid tribute to him. Yes, he was very happy after the game in terms of his, his record breaking. Uh, I think he wants to build on that. I think the hunger's there. You can see the you can see it in his eyes. He wants to go and score more goals. I know he's got dreams and aspirations of playing in the Champions League one day. In terms of where he's at, the goals are back. Uh, the hunger's back, the sharpness back, um, but he's, he's definitely in a, a better place in terms of his form and how he looks. And um, he's smiling, he seems happy, so that's fantastic for everyone connected with Rangers. And you look forward to Sunday's match with Hamilton Ackies. He did get a result last time at Ibrox, and he deserved that result because we weren't clinical enough in front of goal. We had, uh, I think, 30 attempts on goal. Um, and couldn't find a breakthrough so I think Brian and his team deserved the victory and Brian's someone I've got the utmost respect for because um, he backs his players he plays really positive every time we've played him he's come with a threat he has them organised of course he, he always poses a challenge to us whatever the result's been in the past he's always carried the threat Celtic captain Scott Brown speaking after Celtic's 4-1 defeat at home to Sparta Prague about the next games and how they move forward We've got to be strong now that's where characters come through it's where the top quality players have got there and we know they can perform we just need to make sure that we do it week in week out we can't have ups and downs and uh, can't have little lapses now and then we need to make sure that we're focused and we are given everything uh, on the park and that's, that's be a minimum and on the park, that will be Fir Park on Sunday. Hugh's a Motherwell fan on the line. Good evening, Hugh. Good evening, Paul. How are we? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks for calling in. What are you thinking then, Motherwell Celtic? Yeah, well, obviously I've just got a wee quick point for, um, uh, the, I think it was the guy from Govan Hill. Ah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. for, for obviously, um, and again, ha- hello, um, Simon Barry as well. I thought it was a little bit uh, disrespectful calling Barry's integrity into question. Um, now, I, for one, been a Mullow fan for all the years, 
Um, I never ever say I hated a player. You just hate your team playing against that player. And Barry is obviously one of them. Who Barry's determination on the field, I think, showed for me. Um, so I, I think if that guy's a Rangers fan, I think he should go ahead and maybe go and question his integrity. Is to question one of his uh, former players, former captains, and and in my opinion, best players for Rangers over the years that obviously I've watched. Um, the football so I just think the guy should obviously maybe even phone up apologise to Barry um, I think he should obviously have, have look at his integrity so that was just a quick one obviously uh, to defend no to, to obviously say to Barry Hugh, can I just say yeah. I, I feel like Barry's down tools on Go Radio as well if I'm honest <laughs> <laughs> no you yeah. appreciate that that's, um, that's nice of you to say things like that yeah no, Barry, I just thought it was obviously a little bit disrespectful to you. I mean, I thought he was just putting the question straight to you. No, I, I yeah. told him straight yeah. what, what I thought, so... Yeah. All right, uh, so what's the question, or what do you want to say about Motherwell Celtic? Uh, well, obviously, the, the, the Motherwell over last, um, since obviously October, basically, I think we've turned the corner now. I, I was on the show earlier on in the season as well, and you were asking us about Stephen Robinson, and the, uh, am I worried for the season? I did tell you, no, I wasn't worried. Because we were playing well, we just weren't getting those breaks that I thought we did deserve. And I knew we would come good because we have got the players. I told you I wanted Tony Watt in the team. Now, Tony Watt obviously has worked hard. I have spoken to a few people behind the scenes at the club, and they've told me how hard he's worked and the effort he's put in himself without, out with the club at training. I know Barry and I obviously understand that. You're going to do it yourself. Um, Celtic is a wounded animal. Do I think they'll come, at, come out all guns blazing Sunday? One million percent. Mm-hmm. I can't understand why Turnbull's not getting a game. I don't fathom it out, obviously, for Turnbull coming from us. Um, he single-handedly kept us in the league one year, scoring 14 goals within a space of three months. Mm. Um, I hit the crossbar, scoring the rebound. So I, I just think on Sunday, if we go at them, I think we'll play into their hands. Uh, get to Shane Duffy. If he doesn't take Shane Duffy out of the team on Sunday, I honestly think we've got a good chance of beating them. Mullow sent us 71 just now, and I've stuck £20 in this. 71? I, yeah. I never do that. Wow, <laughs> right? yeah. So that, that's maybe yeah. a bad thing. <laughs> I never right. do that. Well, Hugh, don't go away, because uh, can you stay with us for two minutes? Yep, because we're going to go to Petaudry, because Rob was doing the Rangers game last night, and uh, Rob, what a performance. And tonight you've got Aberdeen against Hibs. Good evening. Hi, good evening, Paul. Yep, looking forward to, to four Premiership matches tonight. Of course, one of them here, and what a big chance for Aberdeen and Hibs. Uh, Hibs, if they can win this one, uh, go into second place in the Premiership. If Aberdeen win it, they go joint second. So uh, that is some incentive uh, for, for these two. Roberto, how are you? Good, thank you. How's yourself? Yes, I'm very good. Big question, Rob. Miss, missing you, darling. I'm missing you too, honey. Uh, does Cosgrove start tonight? He does, yeah, yeah. Of course, he he, he started on Sunday, side, but he but yeah, he start he, he starts again uh, tonight. It's just a one change in the Aberdeen team with uh, Marley Watkins is injured, so Connor McLennan starts. So let me just give you the Aberdeen team while I'm at it. Lewis, uh, Hope and Taylor, Considine's the three, the back three. Uh, Connor McLennan, I would imagine, will play uh, right wing back. So it would be McLennan, McCrory, Ferguson, and Kennedy. Matty Kennedy started so well at Hamden. Um, on Sunday, could have created a goal early on for, for Cosgrove. And then you've got uh, Wright and Hedges supporting Cosgrove as the main striker. So that looks a pretty uh, pretty good Aberdeen team, I'm sure you'll agree. I'll give you the hips lineup as well. Marciano and goals. McGinn, Porteous, Hamlin and Doig. Doggett sitting in front. Uh, then we've got Boyle. Uh, Murphy, Jamie Murphy's in. That's the one change for Hibs. Murphy replaces uh, Kyle McGuinness. 
uh, Newell, Nisbet and Dodge. So two good teams. Um, they've each lost only twice in the league uh, all season long. Um, and, and that is just such a big carrot dangling in front of them uh, if uh, either of them can win this tonight. So who do we think is going to win, Rob? I'm going to ask you in a second. Barry, who do you fancy? I think you'll get a response off Aberdeen. Um, I fancy Aberdeen strong. The, the team that Rob's just mentioned there, and Cosgrove got another um, good bit of football in his in his legs and in, in, in Sunday. He's a big player. He's he's the main target man for Aberdeen. Um, so I, I think it'll be a great game. One that I, I think it'll be pretty close, but I think Aberdeen will have too much quality. Si. I agree with Rob. Two great yep. teams. <clears throat> when you hear the names on both sides. Uh, both are in a good place but I think Aberdeen will have too much for, for Hibs uh, I think Cosgrove will be a real handful for Porteous and Hanlon Rob what do you reckon? Yeah of course I mean they're both they're both smarting a bit having having lost cup semi-finals at uh, last weekend uh, maybe Aberdeen uh, expected by most people maybe most people expected Celtic to come out on top chasing chasing another cup final uh, Hibs really disappointed though uh, losing out to the deadly rivals Hearts uh, in the championship and uh, yeah, they'll want to bounce back. I think I think it should be a really good game tonight. I, I expect Aberdeen to sneak it by two goals to one. And and you you knew, all of you know the quality of my predictions, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> we do. And Rob, we know the quality of the commentary last night. Another, I mean, six goals, Benfica <laughs> Rangers. I mean, we're running yeah. out of time, Rob. But uh, that's another yeah. one to savour for you. Yeah, it was. And I mean, I spoke to Stephen Gerrard afterwards, and he didn't know whether to laugh or cry. You know because. Uh, to be 3-1 up against Benfica and Lisbon and to throw it away really disappointing had you given him that draw beforehand he would have bitten your hand off Was Rob, that a laugh or cry at your part Robert at the game? <laughs> <laughs> a bit of both Rob enjoy it tonight we'll see you Monday at 5 Yeah Yeah all the best trips. See you, Rob. Rob. Yeah, some job, hasn't he? Doing all oh, the matches. He's everywhere. Yeah, he's What's everywhere. He's everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Has is, is he got a house? Back to he... houses. <laughs> it must be houses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and Alex Ray share a one bedroom flat. <laughs> <laughs> right, back to Hugh. Hugh, we are running out of time. You made a good point there about uh, David Turnbull and you fancy Motherwell to beat Celtic. I, I think just slightly, obviously, with their form at the minute, yeah. Celtic okay. form. Sure. I think we're obviously the team that's in form, so yeah, I think you've got to slightly fancy. Even though Celtic will be said will be a wounded animal. As you so. said, seven to one, yep. Barry. Q, yep. I've got a question to ask you. Do you think, um, obviously, the, the midfield three model just now, Ahara, Campbell, and and uh, Polworth, Polworth? Do you think it's a better midfield three without Turnbull in there? I think Barry it's a good question because Ahara's playing in defence at the minute um, <laughs> that's how much I know about Motherwell <laughs> I told you he's down tools, right, tools here rewind this bit we'll record it go again yeah. alright Hugh good point yeah. Um, but yeah I think Tumble was a totally different player for us mm. where we used to have the sitting players now I did say obviously previously as well that I wasn't worried about Tumble getting sold because Polworth played in the team he's a good player Hugh yeah. he's yeah. a good player so, and I, I just think Polworth needs to shoot more and I have said that piece previously he just needs more shots on goal like Turnbull used to do uh, he's passing I think it was 95% accuracy in his passing last week well. I, I don't think you can ask better for a player like that apart no. from 100% Hugh you know your stuff you reckon so 2-1 are you saying or did I make that did you say 2-1 no, no I just no. said slightly edgy 2-1 I'll take Paul you go 2-1 <laughs> Cy Ferry what do you reckon well, I can see Motherwell scoring the way Celtic are defending just now. Motherwell right. got a lot of big boys in their team. Um, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a cracker. There you go. I think it'll be three-two Celtic. Hugh, Hugh, you're now Rob McLean. So just give me the score lines when I ask you. We've only got two minutes. Will you stay on with us then, Barry? Quite yep. like, I mean, you look at that Motherwell squad. I like the look of that Motherwell mm. squad. Right. So what's your real good players? So who, I still you? think Celtic. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Hugh. So what score are you got? Yeah. 
I'll go um, 3-1 3-1 And uh, let's go through the others We said Aberdeen Hebs You're both going for Aberdeen Ross County Livingston Si I'll go 0-0 0-0 I'll go Livingston to Pippa Right What's Hugh going? Hugh I'll go a draw You're going to draw Right St Johnson Kilmarnock Hugh you go first uh, I'll take St Johnson just to pip it 2-1 Yeah they're on a run aren't they They are Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, think I think they'll do it I'm going to go now now Yeah <laughs> I'll go with you I think St Johnson will win that Okay And St Mirren Dundee United Dundee United for me I, I think not too much yeah, Dundee uh, Hugh what do you reckon uh, Dundee United 2-3 mm-hmm. now Aberdeen Hibs Hugh we didn't ask you on that one uh, I, would, I would take Aberdeen probably either 2-1 or 2-0 I think they'll, they'll do it the next and Rangers against Hamilton, that was a banana skin for Rangers, but that, was, that seems like uh, it was pre-COVID and pre-everything, wasn't it? It's, yeah, but uh, I think yeah. he'll make a four or five changes again to uh, freshen it up. Yeah. Um, and listen, I think Rangers in a good place. I can only see Rangers winning this by two or three goals. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Rangers comfortably for me against Hamilton. Hugh? Uh, well, I've taken him on my coat minus three, so... Minus three, you? Wow, you're going to be skint this weekend. <laughs> no, no sorry, trust me, no, I won't be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you loaded you, love that, mate. <laughs> and Hugh, let's hope we get the fans back. I know it's only 300 uh, tonight. I know North Lanarkshire, South Lanarkshire, Glasgow, we're kind of in tier three, but uh, hopefully it's great to have the football on, but how much are you looking forward to getting back? Oh, I think every fan is, but again, it's a start. To yep. get obviously uh, some fans in, and hopefully we can progress from this. I can't see it getting done pre Christmas, pre New Year. No. I think it will be near enough to tail end of the season. But guys, just pl- tell fans, please be patient, and we will get there. Uh, unprecedented times. We, we we're learning every single day with this thing. Uh, but it's great hearing you guys on here, keeping us entertained, and all we've got, we've got the streaming services for the clubs. So it's oh. something. It's steady happening. Hugh, are you more excited about getting back to Fir Park <laughs> or the Mega Bar? <laughs> Sorry, where have you been? The mega bars been shut. We've had a shocker, <laughs> mother Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> stick, stick with us. Stevie Lennon will be coming up next, and the Friday night show, Electric Bar. It, at the Electric oh, wait, Bar. That's bar. right, Airbulls Road. Airbulls yeah. Road, Electric Bar. <laughs> Listen, thanks to everyone who joined us. Thanks to producer James. Over one hundred and fifty thousand of you on the downloads. Tell your friends. Tell the friends. Everyone, tune in five till seven every night. What a week, Benfica and Rangers. 2-2 or 3-3 last night and Celtic losing 4-1 at home but we'll be with you on Monday at 5 until then take care good night The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go